Hello world, welcome back uh, to another episode. I don't know if this is echoing because this other mic is still plugged in, but let me see if I can turn it off. But yeah, uh, I think it was. But yeah, man, welcome back another episode. Um, it's Friday. Try to make this short and sweet. Ain't got a whole lot to really talk about. Well, I actually do. But um, I'm going to just keep it to one topic because I ain't got a whole lot of time. And I got to cook and, you know, try to enjoy my Friday. Uh, I I then started these fucking courses for, like, tech and shit like that. And that shit has been raping me. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, it, it's it's kind of simple in a sense that it's kind of easy to comprehend because a lot of stuff you do with computers and technology, and you don't even know it. You know, But you just don't know, like, what's the terms, the actual terms, and what is this and what is that. So it kind of gets, like, a little bit, you know, confusing at times and it's a lot to remember and take in i think i got like four major courses that i have to take and fucking it's a lot of hours worth of fucking like you know instructional material and no taking and when i say i probably should have started this last year (laughs) i probably should have started this last year because i'm kind of getting down to the wire where um I'm probably going to be getting medically retired soon. So I'm kind of like trying to fucking put endless about it and just maximize on my time throughout the day. I ain't really been doing shit, but just getting up, doing some classes, going to work for a little bit, going to the gym, coming home, cooking, and that's it. And I end my night with like a TV show or some shit. I ain't been playing the game. I ain't played the game in like, probably over a week or something like that but mainly because i've been you know kind of trying to social distance myself from people uh i don't know why well i mean i mean i do know why i told myself probably this year i wouldn't really like fuck with nobody um and i'm trying to hold myself to it so i mean we'll see see how it goes but uh i can't stop people from trying to fuck with me you know not to say that i'm him but i'm him but uh yeah so I've been dealing with that, um, you know, one thing that I wanted to talk about, cause it's been bothering the shit out of me and I normally don't feed into like these social media things, but it kind of hit me because I've dealt with things like this in my lifetime and it, n- nothing more bothers the shit out of me nowadays than people who, who, who will literally lie. And destroy you in the process because they just don't want to come clean. You know what I mean? Like they're willing to destroy somebody else's image because they don't give a fuck that much. And it's something that they brought on themselves. And all you doing is like, hey, I'm just exposing the truth because if you're going to lie on me, then I'm going to tell the truth on you. But the problem with society is that, you know, nobody wants to believe the lie. Nobody wants to believe the truth because the lie is so entertaining and it's not entertaining. Like, you know, nowadays social media gets a fucking rise out of somebody who's lying and they don't give a fuck or it doesn't even matter that they're lying. All you have to do is, well, it basically involves lying. All you have to do is persuade the public opinion 
to get them on your side. You can hit motherfuckers with fact after fact after fact. And the person who's the other person is either going to lie or they're going to tell a fucking million jokes and try to make you out to be a joke or fucking, you know, humiliate you to get, you know, the public opinion on their side. Normally, people don't give a fuck like, you know, me like normally I don't give a fuck. But when it involves you fucking trying to destroy my good name, that's when I have an issue with it. And it's a certain issue that fucking has just been bothering me for like, you know, maybe a couple weeks now. And it's the fucking it's the whole snitching in the industry thing, snitching in the rap industry. And it's so crazy because I don't I just don't I think social media and like young people today have really ruined and and the rap culture has really ruined the streets not to say i give a fuck about the streets because i I haven't lived in the streets for like probably like 10 years but nigga when i say like nothing bothers me more than like this the state of things because people and it only bothers me because that's what people really build a reputation off of you know lies this fake ass rap game and you know, their definition of what street is according to nowadays. And it has flip-flopped so much. And it bothers me because you got these people, you know, on social media, you know, that really will put themselves behind a movement based off somebody else's fucking interpretation of it. You know what I mean? Like, um, the first thing I want to touch on is like the whole YSL, the whole YSL Rico case shit. Them motherfuckers have been telling, and it's well documented. Not all of them, but the vast majority of them in YSL underneath Young Thug's label and Entourage, and you know his gang of people that he affiliates with, they've been snitching on each other on other people and nobody seems to give a fuck absolutely nobody like people are trying to give a fuck about it but people are so scared to give a fuck about it because you don't want to look like a fucking you know what i mean like you don't want to be the person that's going against the grain and that's what our society has fucking you know instilled in us to fear going against the grain even when it's you know just blatantly wrong all because of this person's popular. Me, I really didn't give a fuck about Young Thug's music when he first came out. I thought Young Thug sucked as a rapper. I don't give. A, I didn't give a fuck about what Young Thug was doing. I, I still don't to this day don't give a fuck about the reputation that fucking Young Thug has built for himself as one of the this generation's hip hop pioneers and stuff like that. Because it's, it's just I don't give a fuck. But the thing that bothers me the most is the hypocrisy. And everything because he's a popular individual and he's got all these popular individuals underneath him that nobody gives a fuck about them motherfuckers telling nobody gives a fuck about Gunner basically throwing young thug under the bus even if he didn't and it, 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 you know it's so crazy they come up with these definitions of what is what's what's snitching there's levels basically there's levels to snitching which is fucking insane i've never heard of a such thing growing up as there's levels to snitching you either telling or you ain't 
There's no, there's no fucking if, ands or buts, no in betweens, motherfucker. You went in this court, you went in this courtroom, you went on paper, you went to the police, and you told on me, or you implicated me in some shit. Cause that's another thing too. Motherfuckers think cause they didn't directly say this motherfucker's name, point him out, say this motherfucker did X, Y, and Z, that they didn't implicate them in some shit. Younger was in a car with Young Thug, and they were riding around. Got pulled over by law enforcement, and fucking they found drugs and guns in the car. Fast forward to now, to Gunner's plea deal, he is saying that the guns and the drugs in the car wasn't mine. There's two people in the fucking car, Gunner and Thug. Well, if it ain't yours, then it must be his. Because we're going to accept your plea. And the terms of your plea is to admit that the guns and drugs in that car, when we got pulled over and arrested, was not mine. So automatically, by default, it's going to go to Young Thug. And it's going to make Young... And if it don't automatically go to him, it makes it harder for him to beat that portion of this case. But people don't give a fuck about that. And I see, and I say that people don't give a fuck about it. Yeah, it's cool. You you don't give a fuck about it, but don't have an opinion about it. If you don't give a fuck about it, you are not allowed to have an opinion whatsoever about it. And I don't give a fuck in the sense of, you know, I listen to the music, not the artists. But there are people out there campaigning for Young Thug's freedom or Gunner's freedom or YSL's freedom saying that they don't give a fuck about them telling. But, I mean, you shouldn't have an opinion about it. Cause you you are you are the motherfuckers that are fucking are the same people that do the exact same thing, and the same thing with Boston Richie's case. And for people who don't know who Boston Richie is, he's got a, like a couple songs of Future. I think he's co-signed slash signed the Future, and he just signed a um, a major label deal to the same record label that Future is signed to. So he's in he rolls with Future. Got he's, he's rapper out of. Um, Florida. Yeah, I've heard like his main song. Just look it up and you heard it. But he got exposed for fucking snitching before he got in the rap game on one occasion. And it was um and it was kind of the same thing where it was just like he didn't directly tell on nobody, but his implications got this man, you know, it was probable cause for them to go arrest this man for murder and then fucking put him you know, behind bars. People don't give a fuck about that. And then there was another case that he got exposed on where he got, um, you know, um, arrested for a GTA. And there was two other individuals that got in the car after the fact, but he let them know that the car was stolen. So just because he let them know and they were aware that the car was stolen, they still decided to get in the car with him. They got sent to jail as juveniles. Now, I, there's two two points I want to make to that. When, it, dealing with juvenile cases is kind of different because you're a dumbass kid. You'll fuck around and don't know what the fuck you're doing and then go in there and accidentally tell on somebody and not know you're telling on somebody. But that don't matter to me because when I was 16 years old doing bullshit, I wasn't telling on nobody. First of all, I wasn't getting caught. And... Second, even if I was, it was just like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not putting, you know, I just didn't come from really putting somebody else's name in it because you you severely get beat the fuck up, especially as a kid. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get, 
You wouldn't get killed or nothing like that. But whatever other 16-year-old motherfucker you told on, he's beating you the fuck up. And he going to tell everybody else. So ain't nobody else going to fuck with you either. So, it, you know, I, I can kind of understand, but then on the other side, I can't understand. And on the same time, it was like, you know, Boston Richie was 16 about 2012. I was like 16 in about 2000 fucking, maybe like 2007 or something like that. So different eras, definitely different eras. And that's where I was talking about, like, this generation now really has morphed and warped what the streets is and what the rap culture is and what how just black culture is all in general. And they just got shit all twisted and fucked up because... And it bothers me the most because I was like, you know, the only reason why people don't give a fuck is because they like Boston Richie's music. They like Gunner's music. They like Young Thug's music. They don't, that's their only reasons for not giving a fuck. But if that's your only reasons for not giving a fuck, then just admit that and say that. But don't get behind there like, oh, no, da-da, this is different from what 6ix9ine did. It's no different from what 6ix9ine did. I don't give a fuck. There's no such thing as levels to snitching. Telling is telling. And if we want to get technical with it, six nine case is different. And I would take six nine what six nine did over what Boston Richie did because Boston Richie told on niggas that his own niggas at that that got them locked up and got them locked up. Young Thug and all them was telling on each other in cases. If you really get down to it, this nigga six nine told on niggas that was fucking with him. And then, you know, they did some, you know, some weirdo shit to him. You know, basically tried to extort him, rob him, kidnap him, kill him. His own niggas tried to do that. So I can kind of understand why he said, oh, it's fuck me? Well, fuck y'all niggas. Y'all niggas tried to kill me, kidnap me, extort me, you know, on these different occasions. And try uh, either I think they did or they had tried to fuck his baby mama. Like, come on now. Like, what you know, so I could kind of see... Even though I still don't support it, I could, I would, like I said, I would take Six Nines' situation over Boston Richie's in the whole YSL, cause that nigga had the, you know, straight up reason to is fuck me, is fuck y'all. You know what I mean? And the only reason why, you know, nobody gives a fuck about Six Nine, cause they probably really don't like his music, or they probably don't agree with the way he did it. You know, Six Nine was loud and proud about him telling on niggas, but he also was loud and proud about the reasons why he did it. But did nobody give a fuck? Nobody gave a fuck because they don't fuck with him. He's not as popular. You know what I mean? Like, Boston Richie got one of the hottest songs out right now for, like, the past, you know, four or five months. YSL been, you know, in the game for a while now. Legit almost probably, like, ten years. Gunna just coming off of a hot-ass album before, right before he got locked up. You know what I mean? Like, people don't give a fuck because they like their music. They like their persona. They like their image. They like the people that they fuck with. And it's so crazy. And it's the same thing. And that situation relates to, you know, fucking Youngboy. The industry do not fuck with Youngboy because Youngboy's enemies is industry people. And these these other industry people can't go against the grain because, you know what I mean? Like, they side, you know, if they still, you know, stay neutral then it, it kind of, you know, fucks up business ties that they got with other, you know, artists. Who's the, who's the, on the industry level, 
not on a music level because young boy fucking outsells the shit out of all these other people, but they don't give a fuck about that. But young boy doesn't have many industry friends that he can, you know, too much collab with and, you know, do business with because of the enemies that he's made. You're not cool with young Dirk. You're not cool with little baby. Who's cool with young Dirk, little Dirk and little baby. Everybody. No matter, you know, what artist they are, they're in some fashion cool with those two individuals. And there's, and there's other people, too. There's way more. It's a, The list goes on and on when it comes to Young Boy. But nobody gives a fuck about that. Why? Because to them, Young Dirk, Lil Dirk, I don't know why I keep calling him Young Dirk. But Lil Dirk and Lil Baby, they, they top tier hottest rappers in the game. Popular. Not hottest, but popular. There's a difference. And that's the problem right there. I've got, I've, and, you know, that's, like I said, that's my main gripe with all these situations is, you know, motherfuckers just going with some shit because it's cool. I done fell out with, I done hardcore fell out with niggas, you know, over the past couple of years because I just got sick of fucking, you know, what pisses me off the most is I done got into it with niggas and I'm speaking facts. And, the motherfucker that I ain't got into it with know I'm speaking facts. So what he gonna do? He gonna make a joke to get the room laughing, to take you know the attention off of me speaking facts. And that shit, nothing, nothing gets underneath my skin more than a motherfucker that plays that plays that type of game. Whereas it's just like this is some shit you started. I'm speaking facts, and you ain't got no defense. I got you on the rope. So what you gonna do? You gonna make a joke? And everybody and everybody, everybody would rather you know be persuaded by a fucking bitch ass joke than than the truth. So now you know I gotta come see you. I don't legitimately, I don't you know, and I and I'll be honest. The, the the main motherfucker that used to do that was that was notorious for doing that, and the one behind him that was even more notorious for doing that was Mike and Eric. I'm gonna just say it, Mike and Eric. And if you listen to this, you know who Mike and Eric was. Fucking. And not, and I couldn't stand that shit. That shit used to piss me the fuck off. Eric especially. Because I used to get on Eric's ass. It, you know, we get into it about some weird shit. And fucking, you know, we be on the game or some shit like that. Nigga Eric be like, oh, this nigga, he, he get mad over the game. He get mad. Look at him. He get mad over the game. I'm like, nigga, I'm not getting mad over the game. I'm getting mad over the bitch ass shit you saying. And it wasn't just, and it ain't just me that, you know, ever said that shit. You know, it's other people that said that. You know, what I mean, like when you tell the truth, motherfucker gonna tell a tell a joke. And that, and I, that, to me, that I think that's the most corniest thing that somebody can do, is you know, weird shit like that. But um, but yeah, back to the back to the Boston Richie thing is just like you know, I just don't understand. And the person who who exposed it only because he was asked to. So Boston Richie got exposed by another rapper, and. Boston Richie asked this one dude as, you know, well known for, you know, putting people's paperwork out there and getting down to the bottom of the facts of, you know, these situations when, you know, there's a situation that happens, he going to get down to the bottom of it. He's going to find your paperwork. And Boston Richie himself reached out to this dude. His name is 1090 Jake. And you can look up the video because it's on YouTube. Fucking his name is 1090 Jake. Well known, well known dude. And it's crazy because he's a white dude. I've never looked at a white, you know, street, a white, a white street dude with so much respect in my life before. 
until I came across 1090J. When I tell you, man, that dude got some stories on his YouTube page. And it's not just about, you know, these rap these rappers. The, the, the stories that, you know, are more interesting to me is his um, his YouTube videos about himself. His time that he did in prison, his time, you know, the things he did in the streets. And mainly his time in prison. Dude deserves his own TV show. I'm a, that's no lie. No bullshit. If you think I'm bullshitting, look up 1090 Jake. Uh, his YouTube page is called End of Sentence. Look up look up his YouTube page and just go to the videos that specifically pertain to him in his life. And it's crazy. I, I'm I'm not gonna bullshit you. I was watching the video and I and I legitimately got emotional just listening to it because you could you can tell, you can hear the the realness and all you know authenticity in his voice that like this is a white dude like you and on top of that it's like it's a white dude like no normally you you see a white dude that's trying to you know be a street nigga it's fake but it's not fake with him it's real as fuck his, his stories are crazy but um you know he put out a video on boston richie with his case and be only because boston richie asked him to Thinking that Boston, you know, thinking that uh, 1090 Jake was just going to, you know, make a YouTube video saying what he kind of expected Boston Richie to tell him. But the dude, 1090 Jake, is completely unbiased. He don't give a fuck about none of them. Like, if, it, if it's if it's, if it's uh, allegations of snitching, I'm going to look into it. If it's you actually told, I'm going to say you actually told. I'm not going to lie for you. Like, first of all, I don't fucking know you. And first of all, that ruins my credibility. By taking up for a snitch. So he put out the video. And uh, he was just like, yeah, you know, this motherfucker told. In two cases. One case, it was probable enough probable cause to get the dude arrested for murder. The other case, he told on his own people. And got them locked up when they was juveniles. So I guess that kind of backfired on Boston Richie. And... uh but, you know, fast forward to now, like, people are calling, you know, 1090 Jacob like a hater. or Because, first of all, Boston Richie immediately, once again, doubled down on his claims that he wasn't snitch. And then, you know, tried to tear down the credibility of 1090 Jake. And I thought that was fucked up because it was just like, you asked this motherfucker to do this. And because he didn't do it how you expected him to do it, you're going to call him a fucking liar. That's fucked up. Instead of like, and and then it's so crazy. Like the court paperwork is black and fucking white, black and motherfucking white, that this motherfucker done told. And the internet don't give a fuck. They like nah nah, the nigga ten ninety Jake is a hater. He's and, and you know what, what fucked me up the most is like some some motherfuckers was calling him not only a hater, and a liar. He's calling you know calling him like a white devil and shit like that. He's trying to he, he, you know he makes videos tearing down black people when it's so crazy like he makes videos from all races like he didn't he, he, he's never gotten on there and i've never gotten the vibes that he's trying to tear down black people but now all of a sudden and it's so crazy he's been doing this for like three years nobody ain't never said no shit like that before now all of a sudden motherfuckers are saying that because 1090 jake keeps responding to you know them calling him a liar a hater trying to ruin his credibility the only reason why he's responding because they're trying to ruin his credibility. And it's just like, what the fuck y'all want me to do? Like, just sit here and just let this man, like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, what, da, da, this. Like, look at the fucking paperwork. The dude told. 
what the fuck are y'all mad at me for when he asked me to look into the paperwork and he thought that I was going to respond the way that I was going to respond and I didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I've been in situations like that too with certain individuals where it's just like, nigga, no. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? You want me to back you up and you on some weirdo shit? Fuck no. Like, nigga, you're tripping. Like, it just bothered me like that. The, the, and the You know, like I said, that was the craziest thing that bothered me the most was, you know, them calling him a white devil that's trying to tear down, you know, black people. And I was like, that's so fucking that. I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Like there, there's black people that act like white people when it comes to shit like that. You know what I mean? Like just, you know, oh, uh, I can't persuade public opinion too much. Well, let me just call this motherfucker some racist shit. That's literally what you know, racist ass white people do, and not and not to say that I don't call fucking white people white devils, but I'm gonna call the motherfucking white devils white devils that need to be called white devils, not him in his case. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's just weird how that like that was they go to because they couldn't you know do anything else, and like I said, it's people that's really on the internet was just like you know he's a hater. Like what the fuck I gotta hate on him for? Like this motherfucker asked me to do this shit. You know what I mean? And, uh, and like I said, at the end of the day, like, you know, it's in black and white. The motherfucker told. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just didn't, you know, agree with I just didn't agree with that. You know what I mean? Because I, and I've been in situations like, I've been in multiple situations like that before. It's just like, and that's why it's just like, it bothers me the most because it's just like, these people that don't give a fuck have so much to say about it. But if they found themselves in a situation like that, they be mad as fuck somebody told on them or they do the telling too. I've been in a situation like that it, and I'm going to tell this story because it, it's always so funny to me. We don't, we don't really too much talk about it no more because like I said, I don't really fuck with, um, you know, Mike like that no more. It was like a New Year's Eve about probably like three or four years ago probably. It was like 20... I want to say 2018. Yeah, it was 2018. Um, we did New Year's up in Denver. And uh, it was me, Josh, Eric, Mike, uh, homie Trey, and uh, Bush. Uh we we in the hotel room. We all got we had we had like a bunch of adjoining rooms and shit like that. So um I think this was this I to, to me I feel like uh it was like Mike's like one of his first big boy fucking, you know, New Year's. You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, people know people know, that know us like Mike's Mike's a little you know, younger than us. So at the time, you know, Mike, you know, around twenty two maybe or something like that. I don't know. Twenty two, twenty three. Had to be like 22. Uh, but either way, so we in the room, you know, we party and shit like that. It's getting closer, you know, time to get ready to go out and shit like that. Uh, I brought me, I brought an AR with me up to Denver. It was, it was, uh, it was on, it was on my bed. I, and I always bring, and I always bring a gun with me everywhere. Everybody knows that. I always going to bring some type of gun with me. No matter what, I don't give a fuck what it is. I'm bringing a gun with me because you never know. So I bring it up in the hotel with me. It was in, it was in my suitcase. That's how I got it in the hotel. Um, and it's laying on the bed. I'm in the shower. 
Mike is blasting fucking music. Mind you, Mike has been drinking all day. So Mike is blasting music. Uh, he's also, you know, like I say, he's been drinking kind of all day, off and on. So, you know, he lit. Um, he kept calling fucking room service to come up to the, you know, the room. Calling room service for different shit. Um, he called room service about food. Uh, cool, whatever. But when we first got in our room, it was like, you know, crumbs on the floor next to the bed or something like that. I don't know why Mike found it to be a big deal. But like I said, Mike been drinking all day. So he lit. Fucking... Calls room service to literally come up to the fucking whatever floor we on. We're we're like on one of the top levels to vacuum the fucking floor when it wasn't a big deal. I don't understand why he did this. So I'm in the shower and this, mind you, this is Mike's speaker. About this big ass fucking jumbo speaker. And he's playing music. Loud as fuck. But you can't hear motherfuckers knocking on the door. And uh, I think. You know, room service had came a couple times because he had ordered food. So room service came once, knocked on the door. Fucking this was before everybody's getting ready. So somebody was there to answer the door. But the second time, it was just me me and him was sharing a room. And uh, fucking, so I'm in the shower and the music's playing. And like I said, we all had adjoining rooms and shit like that. So, so I, But I'm in the shower and I can hear somebody like just knocking on the door repeatedly. And I'm like, Mike, turn that fucking music down because somebody's knocking on the door. And I'm thinking somebody's knocking on the door because we being fucking extra loud. When I tell you it was a hotel manager and fucking one of the cleaning ladies, because he he came, you know, we rented out all these fucking rooms. So he's like, oh, you know, these these one of our best guests. They rented out all these motherfucking rooms. Let me go, you know, personally go up here um, because they're, you know, they talking about they came into a dirty room. And. He's like, you know, I'm a hotel manager, you know, that out of this, you know. And we stand at one of the nice ass hotels, by the way, in downtown Denver. And he's like, you know, I you know, wanted to personally come up here and, you know, see to it that it got clean. You know, I'm sorry, you know, you know, that, you know, the room wasn't you know, it's clean enough. I can hear him at the door and I'm in the shower. Mike invites this motherfucker into the room. And he sees I got a fucking AR on the bed. This motherfucker, hotel manager, calls the goddamn police downstairs. And the police come up to the room. Fucking. And, uh, because, you know, you can't have, um, you can't have firearms in hotels. And, you know, that's a, that's a policy that I understand. But I don't give a fuck. Um, so the police come up to the room. And everybody's like, yo, what the fuck? We about to go to jail, and uh, nobody's saying shit. The only motherfucker that's saying something is Mike, and we can't. And, and we in a situation where you know because we're all in the room at this point. We all come to you know me and Mike's room, like everybody, because we was just like, yo, what the fuck? Police is here, fucking, and they question us and shit like that. And it's a whole bunch of niggas. So we we just don't want to, you know, show no hostile intent. So we, just, you know, they all come to, come to my room, or at least most of them, most of everybody. And we're like, you know, we're getting questions. Nobody is literally saying anything incriminating except for Mike. And he don't, and to, to this day, I think, I still don't think he's, he thinks it's a big deal because he thinks that people is like pissed off at him about it. You know, and we'll get to why he felt like everybody was pissed off at him about it. Um, but we can't, like, really tell him to, like, Mike, shut the fuck up. Because the police are literally standing there looking at all of us. 
and this he's just going on and on about where we're going, who we are, where we're from, and all this shit. Uh, whose rooms it is, whose gun it is, and fucking. I automatically told him that it was my gun. I'm not going to get nobody else in trouble because everybody, a lot of other people, you know, came from out of town and shit like that. So I'm not going to get nobody else in trouble. I'm like, yeah, it's mine. But I knew it was, I knew it was legal. I knew, you know, it it was, you know, I was allowed to have it and shit like that. So I wasn't really tripping, but it was just all the other shit, all the extra shit. And Mike is just telling him, telling him, telling him everything, everything, everything. And fucking, he's just going on and on, having casual conversation with the goddamn police. And I'm just like, bro. And I think uh, I think Josh is the only one who said that, you know, we didn't t- really tell him that we was in the, the army. You know what I mean? Like, but this motherfucker told him we in the army. You know, we from Fort Carson, that I this. And I'm just like, bro, you're like, you're, you're smoking it right now. And but we really like I said, we couldn't do nothing about it. Uh, and. You know, the cops started questioning me about the gun, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, such as is mine, this is this, this, and that, and, you know, I'm allowed to have it, da da this, and, you know, they was even confused, because they didn't even really know if I was allowed to have it, so they had to call down to somebody else and verify that, you know, I was, I was, you know, allowed to have it, da da this, um, and at that point, we couldn't really lie about our names no more, because the motherfucking Mike done told them everything, you know, gave them all our information, unwillingly, and unknowingly. So, uh, I think they ran my name or some shit like that. And then they got radioed uh, back up to them. And like, yeah, you know, he's clear, you know, that this, he can have it. There's nothing illegal about it and that this. And they were like, you know, cool, such and such this. He was like, the only thing, you know, you can't do, you can't have it in a hotel. So it's like, you know, how you going to get it out of here? And I'm like, I'm going to take it out of here the same way I brought it in here. And I'm like, I'm just taking it out of my suitcase. So ain't nobody, you know, alert, no other guests are alerted. No, you know, no harm, no foul. And it was like, you know, where are you going to put it? I was like, I'm going to put it in my car. And it was like, do you think that's a safe place to put it? And I'm like, yeah, I valet my car. It's going to be in my truck. It's nothing going to happen to it. Mm. So it, there's, they was kind of against that, but it wasn't shit they can do about it. The reason why they went on about that way is because I handled that situation. You know what I mean? But uh, after they left. You know, uh, Mike tries to say something, you know, and I just really wasn't feeling it. And it was a couple other people that really weren't feeling it because it was just like, bro, it was like, you know, as I just said, it was like, bro, you was doing too much talking. Like, you was making, you was making shit hot. You know, thankfully, fucking, you know, nothing Griff was doing, it was illegal other than, you know, he had it in the hotel, which they, they didn't give a fuck about that. They just wanted him. The you know, hotel manager was like, you know, as long as he, you know, takes it out of the building, then that's fine. But it was like, bro, you was doing way too much talking, like unnecessary talking. And, you know, he kind of got upset about that because it was just like, you know, he felt like he wasn't doing nothing wrong. And I was like, and I, we and we didn't really want to get into it. It was like, bro, it was just like, it's just like, it ain't no big deal, bro. It was like, you just talk too much. So he kind of got upset about that and fucking, you know, then it just turned into an argument. And then his justification for that was like, you know, I've been I've been arrested before and I learned that you tell them everything and that all this. And it was like, no, bro, absolutely not. By you telling them everything, especially like regular ass cops, you're further implicating yourself in, you know, or it's a mission to guilt. You know, what I mean, because from 
the you know it actually goes like you're proven innocent you're you're innocent into proven guilty not guilty into proven innocent so you got to tell them everything in order to get off because they don't give a fuck about none of that they just want you to make it easier for them and fucking so they can convict you when it comes time for you to go to court they don't give a fuck you know you you told us the truth so we're gonna let you go this ain't a fucking movie I mean, he got upset about that, but it, I mean, it, it was what it was, but you know what I mean? Like, couldn't nobody tell, and he's, he like I said, we've gotten into it before and he's, you know, this, this and that, he, he don't give a fuck about it, but you know, and, but I, I give a fuck about it because like I said, I've been in a situation before and I was just like, I've never said anything. I've literally been caught in a fucking, uh, uh, breaking in fucking houses. And because nobody ain't say shit, nobody nobody went to jail on multiple occasions. But it was like little juvenile shit, though. But, I mean, it could have ended up like that. That could be a, I'm pretty sure that's a felony fucking charge, especially if somebody's home. Like, that's home invasion. There's been a, there's actually been a couple times where fucking <laughs> it was technically home invasion. Home invasion is way worse. Way worse. But, um. I think those, by the way, those two situations was accidental. Didn't know nobody was home. But, um, fucking, you know, it's just situations like that where it's like people don't really understand. It was just like, like if you, if you portraying it and then, you know, what, you know, the main thing that really bothers me and it really doesn't bother me because at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. But I see the way things go and it, like it pisses me off because it's like you got these people who portraying this lifestyle, who portraying this image like, oh, real street needs. There's multiple songs by Boston Richie where you talk or you hear him talk about not snitching. And he done been a person on multiple occasions that's been a person that snitched. And you portraying this lifestyle that's influencing these other stupid motherfuckers on the internet into thinking you a real ass nigga. And then they want to go do some real ass nigga. Now you got people crashing out behind you. And you ain't paying attention to that. You don't give a fuck. Because, hey man, I ain't telling them to go do that. But yeah, your 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 words have power. Your words have fucking. Uh, your words are like mean something, especially when you putting it on. But you know, uh, on a beat, everybody wants to just totally disregard that. Like oh we living this you know I'm living this life I'm really living like that da da this like that makes the the uh, up and coming person and then people try to act like that's not true like there was multiple rappers that I listened to growing up that I wanted to be like them I wanted to have a you know car chain money bitches you know just an all around lifestyle that they had based off their fucking music that they were listening to it's still to this day people that is just like you know. You know, it that the music does something to you. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. And if it if it was like that for me back in the day, though, I would, you know, I ain't get out there and, you know, uh commit no armed robbery because I was listening to a song about armed robbery. It's just certain things that I picked and choose, but there are people that don't have that mindset to pick and choose, like, all right, I ain't gonna take it that far. I'm gonna sell a little drugs here to, you know, get my money up so I can have these nice clothes and these nice things. But you know what I mean, I ain't gonna go kill a nigga. You know, commit, you know, armed robbery or do no home invasion or go rob a bank or something like that, you know, to get this bread and do a safe. 
But like I said, you got people that's like, you know, crashing out behind that. Why do you think Chicago is so bad? Chicago is so bad the, the way it is now. And I truly believe this because, like I said, it's just, you know, it's just a perpetuating cycle. It's been like that. But now you add the rap game to it and you see that people made it off of that. You know what I mean? Like, nigga Vaughn was literally killing motherfuckers. And you don't think motherfuckers are, you know, I want to be like him. You know, I want to be feared and da da this, you know. The, it's like, what do you, like, that's the problem. That is really the problem, and like I said, people and people see it too. They just don't. They you know they choose to see it with their eyes closed. That's what that's that's how they're choosing to look at things. Is like they're choosing to look at things like that with their eyes closed, and that's what makes you know them. And like I said, the dictate the the internet literally is dictating how things go in the streets. And I'm gonna tell you why, and I, I'm gonna tell you why I can understand why these motherfuckers don't give a fuck about that telling shit, especially in the industry and shit like that. Um, it's because like these motherfuckers are not willing. These you really think these motherfuckers is really willing to give up the lifestyle that they are currently living in order to be real? You think Gunner gives a fuck about being real when he got all this money, all these diamonds, these cars, these fancy things, this lifestyle where he ain't even gotta see none of that shit? Especially these these women that he fucking, he don't give a fuck about none of that shit. That's why he copped that fucking plea. He don't give a fuck about these people who gonna literally is you ain't seen a goddamn person talking about Pushaisty in the past, eh, since he been sentenced. I'm gonna be let's be honest. Pushaisty had one of the hottest songs out there, and nobody is talking about him currently. He, he may get mentioned, you know, barely, but uh, you know, as a, on a major. Major fucking level. Ain't nobody talking about Pooh Shiesty right now. Ain't nobody talking about Rollo. Ain't nobody talking about YNF Lucci. Nipsey also passed a few years ago. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody really talking about him now. I mean, that's different. I won't bring him up. I won't bring up the dead people. But I'll bring up the people that are incarcerated. Nobody's talking about them motherfuckers right now. And they see that. And like these motherfuckers, I, I can be gone, get sentenced, and ain't nobody talking about that shit no more. Why the fuck do I give a fuck about this shit? And on top of that, not, not all they all they sales don't come from fucking the 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 street community. Not even a fraction of fucking um you know, these rap sales come from fucking, you know, the hood. Hood ain't paying for that shit. This coming from these these young white adults, these young white people. That's what like, you know, what I mean, like uh, that's where a vast majority of their sales is coming from. So at the end of the day, that's what really make them not give a fuck. And then people were saying it was just like, you know, well, I really don't give a fuck about the streets. Out of this, Drake be on the same shit. Really deep dive into Drake's lyrics, and he be talking about the same shit. Don't nobody give a fuck about that. Cause they ain't paying attention to it. That's that's their favorite artist. That's why they ain't giving a fuck about it. And like I said, it's just it's just so much hypocrisy in this shit that may, you know that really drives me up a wall when it comes to this shit. Because you know, like I said, you know, you you living that life that's cool, whatever. I don't give a fuck either way. But it's the it's the it's these motherfuckers that you know they picking and choosing who they you know down the ride with. They did that shit to that to that little motherfucker Pop Hunter who made that song Corvette. 
he was 14, 13 years old at the time he seen a murder. What the fuck you think? What the fuck you expect a kid to do? Especially one that ain't, ain't even in the streets. They ruined that motherfucker career. But like I said, he didn't have a song that was really, you know, hitting like that. Boston Richie got some hits. I ain't gonna lie. I don't give a fuck. I'm still listening to him. But it's like, you know, if you don't give a fuck, don't have an opinion about it. If you want to be one of those motherfuckers that want to pick a side and go with the most popular, that's that's just, that's the shit that pissed me off the most. And then when you get called out about it, you know, you want to throw an audible and you know come up with some weird shit. Oh, you know, y'all, you just a hater. And, you know, you want to make some some jokey jokes and shit like that. Nah, motherfucker, speak a fact. Cause I just told you I ain't a hater. I'm just putting out the facts of the matter. Motherfucker told. So don't call me a hater because I'm saying he told. I'm just speaking the truth. You know what I mean? Like I just I just think that that, you know, I think it's fucked up that the that's that's the way that things go nowadays. Like we're gonna go with who's popular. And it, it, it's just like, you know, you're gonna go with who's popular and they can be an absolute fucking weirdo. But because they made a popular song, like that's your reasoning for going with them. Like that that those are the same people that's going with that's still standing behind R. Kelly. R. Kelly is a sexual predator of kids. And I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck. I'm still playing his music. I'm like, what? You hear what you're saying out loud? I mean, it's, I I guess you can kind of say that. You're supposed to say that about me because, like I said, I don't give a fuck that Boston Reason told him I'm still listening to his music. But I, what I'm saying is I'll still listen to his music, but I don't respect him as a person. Now, and I only don't respect him as a person because how you tried to spin it when he got exposed about it. Like, you try to, you try to tear somebody else down. All because... You want to maintain this image, which is cool. Maintain that image, but don't sit here and like that wasn't 1090 Jake's whole purpose is like to ruin your image. Motherfucker, you ruined your own image. But don't try to spin it like I'm trying to ruin your image. And then you in turn are now trying to ruin my image. Cause now I gotta come see you about that. Cause now you just making up shit that, you know, that's not true. And that's like I said, that's what make me not really, you know, lie. You know, like I used to, I don't, I don't lie. You know, I don't, there's no reason for me to lie at all. And I don't support liars because like I say, it just makes situations so confusing. It gets shit fucked up. And now you got, and some people are really gullible and some people are really dumb. They'll, they'll believe a lie. It's so easy to get somebody to believe a lie. It's crazy. It's so crazy how easy it is. You can get somebody to believe your bullshit ass lie. Especially when they, especially when they look, look up to you or, you know, they they behind you on some shit. But we fuck with his music, so we ride with him no matter what. Like, I don't think he lied about it. Like, motherfucker, he lied. That nigga is lying. You know what I mean? Like. But, then, I mean, that's all I really wanted is to speak on. I'm surprised I even spoke on it for that long. It, it, it's, it's, it's kind of more, you know, just don't lie. Be who you are. You know what I mean? And I don't I don't even feel like that's gonna stop, you know, Boston Richie from getting bread. I really don't think it is. It's not. It's really not. But at the same time, I was like, if y'all gonna if y'all gonna do that, I want y'all to keep that same energy for six nine. Let's bring six nine back to mainstream. He deserves a chance. If we wanna if we wanna be if we wanna if we wanna, you know, choose up like that, you know, fucks you know, let's not give a fuck about snitching. You know, give 6 9 another shot out here in these streets. 
And to be honest, to me, 6 9 is still flourishing. You know, that motherfucker moves about not giving a fuck. Ain't nobody put hands on him yet. So, did y'all really did y'all really stop anything on that side? I don't think it, I don't think anybody did. But it is what it is. It's whatever. Uh, yeah, it's been another episode. Convert conversations. I plan on having a guest on my other episode, my next episode. We'll be speaking on uh things from work and stuff like that. But yeah, I try. I'm gonna try to have a a, a guest every other episode. So now I got to think of who's gonna be the guest on the episode after that. Um, we'll see who that's going to be. I'll try, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll try to mix it up. Like last time I had somebody that was in the military, but we, you know, we talked about stuff outside the military. This one's be a more tailored towards it, you know, military. The next one be, you know, outside the military and it'll be different guests, different perspectives. I'm going to try to spice it up a little bit. It'll probably be a female on the one after the next episode, which It'll probably be four. That'll probably be like three episodes from now because since I did a solo one, next one's a guest. Next one's solo. Next one's guest. Or I might just do another guest if I, if if I'm feeling froggy. I just gotta find that guest. Uh, but yeah, man, it's been another episode. Con- uh, convoy conversations. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, seen a spike in numbers. I fucks with that. I maybe because of them guests. So you know, if if numbers keep doing good, then we'll, we'll do that. And also, if you fuck with me, can you, I mean, it's not, it's not asking for too much. I feel like I got to ask this every now and then. Can can I get, a, like, a repost? Just like I, y'all repost songs and, you know, other people's posts and celebrities' posts and stuff like that or all these stupid-ass quotes and stuff from Justin, uh, Justin L.A. And, uh, you know, if, if, if you're willing to retweet Young Miami talking about she getting peed on, then, I mean, I think I'm deserving of a fucking repost, too. Like, shit. Like, how y'all really gonna repost somebody talking about getting peed on because it's funny? But when R. Kelly did it, it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny because he did it to a kid. But, um, but yeah, y'all gonna repost somebody talking about getting peed on? I, repost my shit, please. I'm only asking you to do it once when the episode drops. So you bring up awareness of it. But that's okay. Even if you don't, you know, it's cool, whatever. I ain't, I don't beg people. Uh, that's one thing I do not do. I'm only going to ask you once, but I'm going to ask you every now and then on this podcast, but in person, I I don't beg people. I feel like that's one of the most humiliating things you can do is ask another grown adult something twice. Like, yo, can you do this? And they heard you the first time. If they don't want to do it, they don't want to do it. And you should never ask them again. But also, Make that say duly noted, because when you ask me to do something, huh? Then I'm gonna make you ask me a second time, and then the second time I'm not gonna do it, because you didn't do it the first time I asked you to do it. But yeah, I'm just rambling on at this point. Um, it's been another episode, convert conversation. I appreciate y'all for listening. Follow me on Instagram, uh, Twitter. I guess I'm trying to put these up on YouTube. Whatever, nobody really watches nothing on YouTube, but. Um, Yeah, I'll see y'all next week.